Hello and welcome to the first in a brand new series called Mediatel Conversations, a podcast brought to you by Mediatel. Our aim is to bring you the biggest names in the media industry to discuss the most important news topics of the day, as well as allow them to tell their story. This week, the editor of Mediatel News, David Pigeon, sits down with Simon Kilby, the chief revenue officer for radio at Bauer Media, to discuss the changing behaviour in challenging times and the impact on the audio landscape. Welcome, Simon. Thanks for being with us today. How's lockdown going for you? <laughs> well, it's quite surreal, isn't it, David? <laughs> yeah, so was it three weeks now? Um, my Who knows? Yeah, exactly. It feels like forever. My observations on lockdown are that um, I live in Windsor, so we're under the flight path from Heathrow. It's been really quiet, which I've quite enjoyed. Less planes. Um, I've been riding my bike quite a lot, which has been great. And from a work perspective, I think um, my one big lesson is that video conferencing, which I seem to have done a lot of, is really tiring. <laughs> I know I completely understand, but I've moved over back onto the good old fashioned telephone. I just keep I have as well. Phone me. It I means you can well. stretch your legs and walk yeah, around you can the house. Around. Yes, we're totally aligned on that. Yeah, but there it's okay. Go. It's okay. Thanks, mate. Okay, How about so. You? For, oh, you know, uh, I'm mid-moving house, which is hugely stressful at this weird time. But you know what? We've we've managed to turn around this events business and turn it into this digital thing. Which and um, it's been really good fun. And doing these podcast style interviews has actually also been really good fun. So on that note, let's get into this, because um, I think the, the current lockdown situation presents radio particularly <laughs> with all sorts of um what i like to think as as opportunities just based yeah. on my own listening behavior here but i'd be i'd be curious to know just how you see the situation that we're in how it's impacted the audio landscape um more broadly yeah it's yeah it is it's i guess it's um a really interesting time particularly across radio but i guess across all media about how people are consuming and what commercial messaging they're taking on the back of that, I think uh, I'm sure the biggest challenge, well, for me and you and for everyone, is that we're now obviously under government guidelines, staying at home a lot more than before. Um, while I think it is challenging for everyone, this had has, I think, a positive impact on audio. And so um, we obviously we don't have any radar data from this period, but we do have data back from our Bauer Insiders panel, which is a panel of 5,000 of our consumers that we can tap into to get some immediate feedback. And um, our feedback is telling us that more people are listening to radio and podcasts than before. So we had the latest findings in last week. And what they're saying is that 91% of people have listened to radio since being on lockdown, which I guess is broadly in line with what Rajar says, but 26% are agreeing that they've listened to more radio than before the outbreak. Um, and I think it's really interesting just to think about the the benefits of radio that I've kind of, you know, I guess if you work in media, you've known about for years. It's that idea of connection with the outside world, which obviously becomes really pertinent at a time like this. Companionship. I mean, I, I live on my own, so I've kind of been going through this period in, for large periods in my in my house on my own and actually the radio is just a great companion you know you kind of bring the outside world in um, particularly if people are socially distancing themselves you know it's kind of lifts spirits as well I think a little bit um, I guess it just delivers that intimate connection between broadcaster and listener which we've always sold radio on it just feels more heightened now um, so to me it kind of makes sense that people are turning to radio 
and podcasts for sort of warmth and connection during this time? Yeah, I've noticed it with my own listening behaviour. Um, certainly, um, the, the the sort of like the community spirit you can get yeah. from a, from a radio station, um, and the ones that we listen to in this household. How many radio brands have Bauer got now? It's tons. Yeah. So well, so we have um, national brands: Kiss, Magic, Absolute, Planet Rock heat and then obviously we have our network of local stations within the hit network so if you take um you know every sub brand that we have i think it's something like over 60 national radio brands or radio brands in total so yeah significant significant number could you explain what bauer um, as a business has perhaps been doing differently then um to sort of cope with the lockdown in terms of the way it delivers and the way yeah. it handles itself i think there was not just for our business but i think a lot of media businesses uh, a sense of nervousness around how we would operate in a lockdown world. And actually, I have to say, our IT and tech teams have been phenomenal in terms of moving you know, nearly 2,000 people in Bauer UK to moving pretty much 100% remotely in a matter of days. It's just been an absolutely unbelievable feat of engineering and technology. So whether that's you know, ISDN or IP codecs to smartphone apps. All of our presenters are sort of set up home studios and they're sort of almost weaving in that home studio aspect to what they do, which has been which has been really quite nice, actually, because I think it makes um, our listeners feel quite connected to them as well, because they're kind of both in their own homes, listening to their favourite radio content in a, in a completely new environment. And I think we've been... Um, We've been trying to adapt our content to what's going on as well. Um, an example would be on our, our Hits Radio Network. We have now a hero hour, Monday to Friday, when one of our listeners can you know, recommend someone as a kind of hero who's helped them through the lockdown, whether it's someone from the NHS or just a friend or a neighbour. So we're trying to tap into that kind of feeling of community that I think is um, really prevalent at the moment. Obviously, as well, we've been trying to integrate the government messaging into what we do, kind of stay home, protect the NHS, save lives. So you hear that a lot on air. Um, and actually, just some more kind of fun things as well. So we ran what we called Kiss Fest, which was 30 hours of sort of live music and we had communities getting involved. So, yeah, it's I think we've adapted, as a lot of media companies have had to, really quickly. One of the positives is, is that the tech works, which has been great. Um, and then it's just about, I think, trying to reflect the mood of the nation in, in how we're broadcasting. And all the feedback that we're getting from our listeners is that we've done it, we've done it really well. So I think, um, yeah, it's been a challenge, but I think we've risen to it as a business. It's been great. I've been listening to Scala, actually, which, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> which I'm... Um, it's just um, you sort of it, there's there's enough in there in, in the portfolio to sort of choose something to match the mood at the moment. Exactly. And, um, and then once you're actually in the brand, it's pr pretty obvious that the presenters were also choosing something to uh, to match the mood. So in terms of that radio being very personal, it, it certainly works. You can you can go in and test it yourself. Yeah, totally. It really does feel like that as well, which is, you know, it's always been a great strength of the medium. But as I say, it just feels like that's really coming to the fore at the moment. So nestled within all this, though, what, what do you see as sort of like immediate term threats, do, 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 yeah. you, do you think? Challenges. Well, I think initially we thought it was keeping broadcasting, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. But I that, say that's gone really well. But there are there are areas of our business that um, 
have been really difficult and challenging. Again, if you look across the board, ad revenue has been really challenged. If you think about our local markets, for example, a lot of the businesses that we work with on a consistent basis are just not open. You know, if you think about restaurants, pubs, retail parks, big retail outlets, you know, family entertainment centres, all these places are, are not open. So that's obviously been significant challenging. And then you think in our national business, I think one of the challenges has been, you know, we've got lots of long term um, sponsorship partners who are on air through this current time and trying to work with them to get the messaging right, the creative messaging, um, because I think it has to be nuanced to how people are feeling. And actually, I'm, I'm not sure people necessarily want the same overtly commercial messages that they had before. So a lot of our programming teams, a lot of our commercial teams have been working very hard with our commercial partners to get that commercial messaging right and make it feel like our commercial partners are also responding to the current situation and are being reflective about how our listeners are feeling at the moment as well. Yeah, the audiences are up, obviously. It's um, but but the way that we're listening, as you mentioned, that has changed. But like you would assume that in-car listening would be down and, yeah. and so on. With such a large captive audience, is it hard, do you think, to um, to keep brands spending the money when we're likely to head into deep recession? What's the message at the moment to those yeah. guys? It's an interesting point you made about different um, methods of listening. Because again, we don't have any radio, but from our Bauer Insiders panel and, and data that we have, our, our listeners are telling us that it's in-car listening is obviously down. You know, the figures say about 58% since this has started. Um, however, on the flip side, uh, the same research shows that 38% of people are listening via uh, connected devices, whether that's smartphone, desktop, laptop, smart speakers. Um, so there's a shift. I think there's a, there's, there's a significant shift in listening patterns um, and also around podcasts. You know, we've seen, again, the same research tells us that 57% saying they've listened to a podcast while in lockdown, 11% saying they're listening to more podcasts. So I just think that kind of the way that people consuming is, is changing. But in terms of to your question about how we keep brands on board, I think we're trying to keep our messages almost, you know, how can we help? Because this is a totally unprecedented situation for everyone. You know, it's new to us, it's new, it's new to our agencies, it's new to our local customers, it's, it's new to our national customers. So we're just trying to, to help and provide as much insight from our research um, as we can to help people, to help people navigate their way through it. We're also working with the radio centre because as, as we've spoken about, you know, we do think there are opportunities for radio in this and I guess you know, in any really challenging situation, I think uh, smart media and smart companies are thinking about how they come out of this in better shape. And I think some of the changes around the acceleration of connected listening, smart speakers provide a real opportunity for us. Obviously, we um, fairly recently we announced our joint venture with News Octave, which is a digital audio advertising platform. And so the increase in smart speakers, home listening provides real opportunities around that sector of the market. So I guess it's, we're, trying to, we're trying to work with all of our customers to provide as much help as we can because everyone is dealing with a totally new situation. Do you think this is a time to, um, to seek out some new customers that perhaps um, haven't traditionally used radio? Um, because 
there's obviously a move to conduct uh, to do your shopping online whatever yeah. that is and have it delivered and so on is is there is there room there as maybe the world adjusts to this new normal to invite um those that never tried radio in the past yeah it's really interesting actually because um certainly i think in both areas you know if you think about our local business and our national business there absolutely is i mean i've been really impressed with our team's kind of entrepreneurial um, mindset going into this. So you see some of our local teams, they're just targeting completely new businesses, you know, um, uh, delivery firms, you know, um, deep cleaning companies, all these things that we, that we would never have carried before. That They've really been really smart about it. And I think the um, on the wider point around national as well is that if you think about what radio does offer at the moment, you know, we, we have broadcasting remotely we have a really quick creative turnaround radio has always really been cost effective and these factors i think make it an ever increasingly important part of all marketing strategies um you know i think it's it's resilient and the opportunity in this time is is because it's powerful it's intimate it's trustworthy and that's why audiences value it and that's i think that's why we hope that during this and after this, increasingly commercial partners value it as well. And that's the opportunity for us. Would you have had a message to brands that hadn't already adopted an audio strategy? Because audio generally is on the rise. Um, it, commercial radio has had a couple of like record-breaking years. Yeah. Spot, Spotify sort of jo- joined in and instead of um, eating up the market, it just, it just seems to have grown the market. Um, and the technology um, exists for us to be able to listen in so many different ways. But you know not every brand is is using it so what would what would your message be to those that yeah. don't have a sort of a coherent um, audio strategy yeah well i think you know that my message is if they don't is that they they should really get one because it's a really exciting part of the of the media marketplace to work in and i think you know you mentioned spotify and um i've had these conversations with marco and we, we certainly don't you know we welcome all all um, companies and aspects of the kind of audio ecosystem because they're creating a different, um, you know, they create value in different ways as part of the same ecosystem. So, you know, we, we believe that Spotify, you know, was, is largely replacing people's CDs collections, but, but ultimately it's all creating a buzz and a noise around audio that's really positive. And I also think the other, one of the other major reasons why clients should reevaluate if they're not if they don't have an audio strategy is that I, we, we believe that we are one of the one of the only sectors that actually uh, digital doesn't threaten but digital enables you know if you think about dab or ip what that's allowed radio broadcasters to do is diversify and increase the choice for listeners people can get more access to more quality programming and listening in new ways provides more choice for listeners, more commercial models for us, and, and new and interesting ways for for customers to engage audiences. You know, it really is an exciting time to be working in our sector. I'm not sure where anyone's allowed to be thinking very long term at the moment because I, don't, I just like I, it, I just take things like by the day. Um, but if we are allowed to look longer term, what was Bauer's roadmap before COVID nineteen, and then perhaps how has the coronavirus sort of you know changed that or like changed the commercial strategy, if at all? I don't know if it's changed our commercial strategy. I think we're just in a period of time where we're having to not only think about those kind of long term plans, but also think about a more a short-term situation that's been thrust on us. Our, our you know, Bauer 
not just in the UK, but across Europe, firmly believes in the power of audio and radio. And we're taking our business forward in a variety of ways, you know, thinking about extending the brands that we have. We, re we launched uh, over the last six months, as an example, two new sub brands of Absolute, Absolute Radio 10s and 20s, which takes that brand and extends it further. So we're looking to extend brands. We're looking to launch new brands. You mentioned Scala earlier on. So we launched that last year and we're looking to acquire. So obviously we are hopefully in the final stages of a process with the CMA around acquisitions we made early last year. So our strategy hasn't changed in terms of we really fundamentally believe in the strength and the future of audio. Alongside those kind of long-term plans, we're also trying to navigate this short-term crisis that everyone's dealing with. The other, the other point which we've spoken about as well is that we firmly believe in the power and the future of digital audio. Um, and we believe that over the next 10 years, the level of listening that's delivered through IP is going to grow exponentially. And that's going to be the next real change within our sector. And that's really exciting you know, for all the reasons I've talked around, around new commercial opportunities and new ways of engaging audiences. Good stuff. Um, we're almost drawing to a close, but um, perhaps with audio hat firmly on your head, what are you most excited about doing once all this is hopefully over for everyone? Well, I'm really excited about going down the pub with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought you'd ever take that for granted? It's a sad, sad, strange, surreal time. But I, um, you know, with Radio for Company, things are going okay. You know, we can we can all look forward to um, to, to having a beer together once this is over. Because I think in many ways this has actually cemented um, quite a lot of uh, relationships with uh, with colleagues and all sorts. Yeah. It's um, no no longer taking anything for granted. And hopefully, hopefully you can connect again with your climbing trip, David. <laughs> for any listeners out there that, that aren't aware i was um i was due to leave my job and then head to the alps for um for three months and obviously uh that's not happening now but i do have a camper van to uh listen to my radio in um so on that high or low note i'm not sure which one it is um <laughs> i say thank you for joining me uh simon and um and good luck getting down to that pub thanks mate nice to talk to you Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure to subscribe for all future episodes as we deliver more MediaTel conversations.